What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another video from Mr. Gray's Talk Room. I'm your host, Christian Gray. I want to talk about something that I had an epiphany this weekend. I had a revelation. So I've recently come to the conclusion, or not recently come to the conclusion, I've had this epiphany or sudden realization that I find it entertaining. Women are always going to be jealous. It's 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 a matter of fact. A woman who is not jealous in her relationship or in her marriage or in her engagement, there's a fundamental problem. And I'm probably going to be able to find the video on what Steve Harvey said because it's going to correlate to the to the other two that I have found. Going back into the last episode, what is the desire blueprint? The desire blueprint really is, in conclusion, is no contact and you have to be able to break off if she wants to break off. The only time a woman ever comes back to a man is really going to be because she still respects him. But if she steps out on you while she's being single because she broke things off or whatever the case may be, you should never take her back. And if you do, you should be cautious about it because if she's willing to cheat on you or not even cheat on you because you're not really together, but if she's willing to sleep around because whatever the reason of the relationship that it broke off, well, I can wholeheartedly say the pussy can't be that great. I don't want a woman who just throws it at me. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's a, a, a bit of lust and love and desire when she throws it at me because she has a lot higher sex drive than I do. But even with that being said, it makes things more interesting because she wants you more than you want her. And I believe wholeheartedly that you should be the person that she wants you more than you want her. Women have a biological clock. It's proven true time and time again. Move this here. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. After 30, she's going to have a very hard time having kids compared to the woman who's 18 to 21. And if you're going to ask me if I would date or have I been with an 18-year-old, I mean, I could, but I really can't do much with her other than fundamentally procreate because she can't really go anywhere. Um, unless I was a passport bro and I was in Mexico or Colombia or Venezuela and I found a nice hot body, absolutely I would use her as an incubator. Why would I not? But in terms of a, a woman long-term... I believe, in my opinion, that you have to be able to find a woman who can give you however many children that you want. And I had been coming across, there's this, there's this guy, Justin Waller, uh, Mr. Cowboy. He had recently got his YouTube taken off, probably because he said something that people didn't like. I had my first YouTube channel taken off, so now I had to go back to my old channel and it sucks because that's why it's a good thing that I have Rumble 
to use that as a backup. But even my TikTok, I barely got my first TikTok back. But my second TikTok is doing better than my first one. And I didn't even say anything that was necessarily bad. I actually did a reaction video on one of Andrew Tate's video about a machete and hitting a woman. Or not hitting a woman, but like, you know, slapping the machete out of her hand. And apparently that didn't go any well. You know, fuck YouTube. And their guidelines. So this so this weekend, I was with my homeboy Maurice. If you're going to ask me where I'm going to be... I'm going to, I spend a lot of time with my homeboys if I can't, right? My buddy Will, Scott, Jared, all those guys. And Maurice, of course. Because we could literally hang around, play video games, watch a movie, eat pizza, no problem. And if anything, if someone's taken, someone's engaged, someone's, you know, in their financial issues, we could always talk about, all right, what's your next step? How long have you been doing this? How long have you been working? What is, what is your next goal in your current career we have those very deep conversations then we have some conversations about geopolitics we have some conversations about what's going on with the world it's it could be it's really fun because there's very little problems the only time it becomes a problem with your homeboys or your friends is someone's drinking too much someone's too live for the party and that's what happened to me this past weekend and couple of weeks, uh, weekends ago, I went to this place in Fort Worth at the Stockyards, Pro Saloon. Very small bar, nothing too crazy. It's not like Billy Bob's. I go in there, all right, I'm talking to bitches and whatever, meeting some guy named Josh, some guy named Chris, some guy named JP, Juan Paul, John Paul, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So we're just talking, right, shooting the shit, and there's... A group of girls around this area and I could tell you Chris is actually uh, ex-marine I think he was in Ukraine he was gonna get some knee surgery so he's telling me all this shit and he's a bit of a Casanova he's doing the dancing the two-step and twir twirling them around it's getting all the bitches right if you know how to dance it's gonna make your life so much even if you don't know how to dance if you know how to keep a rhythm and a, a bet Women are going to love that. It's not that complicated. So I'm there and I don't have my girlfriend. I don't have an alquita. I don't have a side chick with me. It's just me and my boy. And I'm like, all right, let's go do this. And with all that being said and done, there was a girl who said something to me because I was just trying to make conversation, asking her who she's with, if she's with Josh, she's with Allison, Ashley, Kylie, Caitlin, Kayla, whoever the fuck it is. I don't know who she's with. I don't know if she's taken. All I'm asking, just very cordial questions, nothing too invasive. And she stands off to me and she says, can you stop hitting on me? I said, I'm not hitting on you. I haven't even given you a compliment. I said, bitch, I'm engaged. I'm not engaged. But it's a good indicator. It's a good line. It's a good response to give a woman if she thinks that you're hitting on her. If you're trying to be a cordial gentleman and just spark a conversation with anybody else other than the boys that you have there. And some girl is standoffish. You could easily tell her that you are taken, even though if you're not. And at that moment, I said it the way I said it. I said, bitch, I'm engaged. I don't give a fuck about you. I mean, besides, my girlfriend's a lot prettier than you and then my girlfriend's taller than you. My girlfriend is 
I've been, I've been getting the compliment so many times and there have been very few times that we go out and someone tells me that she's an Amazonian woman. I'm like 5'10". She's like 6'6". Six, six, she's tall. Especially when she wears boots, there is a sudden height difference. And these little four foot nine, five foot one Kylies who's, who say, oh, I want a guy who's jacked 6'2 and stuff like that. Yeah, you can find a guy who's jacked 6'2". Probably he's going to be on steroids, but I, I will wholeheartedly tell you that you better be skinny and petite. My girlfriend is, and she's one of the very few girls that I've dated who are much bigger than me. The last girl I dated was at Tarleton State University at the Finance Center. She was a, uh, I can't remember what she was, a ballerina, I think. Uh, she did some ballet or ballerina shit. I'm not quite sure. Gymnastics. Uh, she was 6'4", Russian name was Svetlana and she was six foot four but she was not more than 150 pounds very very absolutely skinny it's a little concerning but nevertheless I was able to pull this woman and so it's never been a problem with me I actually don't care if a woman's taller or shorter than me because there are some things as a man that you cannot control you cannot control your height but you can control your weight you can't control how much money you make. You can't control who you let in and out of your life. Those are things, fundamental things that you can control. And you can also control what you believe in. People say, oh, I don't have control. Well, you need to start getting back your control if you let other people dictate what's going on in your life and how your life should run. So this girl, I'm just going to use the word Kylie because I don't remember. All blondes look the same. Allison, Ashley, Bailey. Caitlin, Kayla, Kiara, Cora, Kara, Cara. It goes on and on. They're all the fucking same. Daddy issues and whatnot, high body counts. And so this past weekend, that was like two weekends ago. If this if today's the twenty second, so this was I don't know, like the the nineteenth or the twentieth. It was a Saturday going into the Sunday. And that Saturday, I we go into the pro saloon and everything's fine. There's no fundamental problem. I go in. I'm meeting people. Some guy named Rick, his wife, uh, Brittany or Ashley. I don't know what the fuck her wife's name is. And then I go to the same corner that we were sitting at last time. At that point, there was at least one or two girls that looked at me with my girlfriend. And they're like, oh, my God, is this your girlfriend? And I said, yes, this is my girlfriend. At that point, she I could tell she looks at me. She's like, what the fuck just happened? I could I could tell. I could tell her looking at me in the corner of my eye. And I'm like, yes, this is my girlfriend. Yada, yada, yada. Nice to meet you again. And I'm like, I told you. I don't. That's why I'm not attracted to you. But you can tell just a woman greeting your girlfriend, your main chick. And you tell her that. And you follow through. That in of itself is social proof. I could tell. It did make her a bit jealous. It, and because a woman can look at another woman and say, oh, she's attractive, mildly attractive, or she's not attractive at all. And a man can look at a man and be like, that's a good looking motherfucker, no homo. Like you can tell it's not a gay thing at, after all. Because I could tell if my friend Maurice pulls a girl and then he goes to the bathroom and we're having dinner with whoever we're having. The first thing I'm going to tell this woman, how the hell did you land a high value man like that? What's your secret? Because I'm 
boosting him up. I'm boasting for him. Absolutely. That's what your friends are supposed to do. But the fact that there was social proof because she saw at that moment, I was talking to girls. Yes, I was talking to girls at that bar. What am I not going to do? Talk to them? I'm not fucking stupid. Also, I'm not insecure. So I'm going to talk to them the way I talk to any other people. The only difference is I'm not putting pressure on them in terms of complimenting complimenting them, telling them that they're beautiful, telling them that I want to support them or knock them up and I want them to be my I'm not telling them anything like we're just having a cordial conversation at a bar. And her guard, by me telling her, bitch, I have a girlfriend, I just already lowered that that that's that bar like now she just she doesn't even have to guard up she don't have to duck and dive bob and weave like oh shit all these punches these compliments she don't have to do anything she could just sit there and actually enjoy without a guy hitting on it at that point because you make her feel comfortable they're gonna hit on you very subtly may not be obvious but they're gonna hit on you because also in a different scenario let's say i didn't have my main chip so I had some side chick. Let's say I met this girl on Hinge or Tinder or Bumble or Facebook dating. I said, hey, why don't you come and meet me at Pro Saloon at 10 o'clock? And although in theory that I said to this girl two weeks ago, I have a girlfriend. I can bring a girl that is not my girlfriend. And she's going to be like, oh, my God, this is a woman that I heard so much about. She has no clue. She's like, what the fuck? What is going on? probably may not work but it may work you never know but at least that way there's social proof or a girl's gonna be like what fucking guy did i just walk into like is this guy a player a casanova a pimp you're this girl is telling me the side chick or a girl that you randomly meet that i talk so highly about this woman another beautiful girl she's gonna be like oh well, at least I know this guy can talk to women, other beautiful women, and bring multiple girls. So, with all that being said and done, there was a sense of jealousy going on for my girlfriend. She's not going to say it. She won't say it. But I could feel it. And because I'm talking to all the other girls the same way, but I'm dancing only with my girlfriend. I'm not dancing with anybody else. The last week, if I was... If I was um, Without my girlfriend in front of me, without any of my main arch side chicks, yes, I would dance with all the girls. Even if I brought a side chick along who is not my main chick, I could dance with all the other girls because she knows that, oh, this guy knows how to dance. This guy dances. He's bringing me out. He's paying for the drinks. Okay, yeah, I don't know him yet, but at least I know he's comfortable enough with other women. That's one thing about women. They want to know if you're comfortable talking to women and you're not an idiot. I don't understand it. I will never understand it. I say I don't understand it because women are human beings. They are not God's gift. Actually, they are God's gift to earth because without them, we wouldn't be able to procreate. And I genuinely believe living a life of one night stands can be very, it can be vapious, empty, make you a, a hollow shell of a man. But if, if, if there's one thing I could say about that, if you can create a dichotomy with your main chick or side chick or bring, and this is, this is where things get even more interesting, bring other women that your girl knows to your single friends you haven't made. 
Because who else is going to give a good compliment about one of your best friends? You talk highly so much about a man to your fiance, wife, girlfriend, main chick, side chick. And then you say, hey, why don't you bring a couple of friends along? And they bring friends along. Now, in the club setting, you have social proof. All these women are with you. And if you can set your frames up where they know that if you're going to be with us, we will take care of you, us as men, right? If another man wants to dance with her, she'll be like, all right, cool, fuck off. But uh, just know that we won't take care of you. You go be a hoe. And then you'll be able to fish out and weed out the girls doing that. There was a particular point, and I love this point. I look back at it, and I'm like, wow. It actually, it's, it's, it's like the domino effect. I told, uh, my, my main chick had told me that she said, oh, my cousins are going to come by. And I said, bet. I want to talk about something before I compliment on the cousins because she's going she's gonna to hear this. Her cousins are very attractive. Obviously, main chick and her family, they're all very attractive. Which is funny because how would she feel about that? I'm like, well, it'd be very awkward if you were surrounded by ugly women and if your cousins were batshit ugly. However, I'm not going to go into that. But moving on from there. She said, my cousins are going to come on by. And I said, go for it. Makes it even easier. Two sisters. With that being said, we go from this bar to another bar. Best thing that my best friend can do is talk to the cousins that she brought. The single ones. Not the taken ones, right? That's sacred. You don't, you don't talk with uh, uh, married, baby daddies, baby moms, all that stuff. That's sacred. You keep them in the corner and let them do their thing. But when a girl brings her friends or her cousins, it makes things even easier for game. One thing I will say about this, I end up being the tallest. No, my buddy Will is actually like 5'11", 6 feet 2. Uh, we're about, uh, I think I'm like an inch shorter than him. I end up being the second tallest in our group. Everybody else is like 5'6", 5'7", 5'8". They're not that tall. 5'9". But moving on from there, funniest reaction that I got from my, my best friend, Maurice, he says, they're all tall and they're all wearing heels. And he's like 5'8". And I'm, I said, yeah, how do you think I feel? I have this beautiful, long-haired, tan-skinned Amazonian of a woman that I know for a fucking fact. He said, bro, that's uh, pretty inappropriate. I don't care because I know for a fact. There are women who spend thousands of dollars for a brazilian butt lift or a brazilian booty lift whatever you want to call it and my girlfriend has a natural ass that she doesn't even have to pay for duh yeah of course she also and i love this my girlfriends or main chicks or side chicks most of the ones that i've been with they're there, I've I've slept with tens and nines. I can't deal with the headache, the attention that they seek. I actually feel 
more comfortable with a girl who is an eight or below, like an eight to a five. She doesn't have to be the prettiest, but she does have to have beautiful teeth. She has to at least take care of her teeth. I cannot be with a woman who has fucked up teeth. And I used to have fucked up teeth. And no, I don't have veneers. I've gotten so much work done on my teeth. I cannot be with one who has ugly teeth. A 5 to an 8. And then, of course, the more time you spend with her, she becomes a 10. But the reason why you should not be with a Western woman, a woman like in the United States of America who is a solid 10 out of 10, is because the attitude is massively different than women from Mexico or Colombia or Venezuela or Argentina or Uruguay or Paraguay or Guatemala. I'm not sure if I said that. Those tens are much more traditional than women who are in the United States of America. And they're so traditional is they will be with a man who can provide, protect, and procreate as opposed to a woman who wants to be a boss babe in the United States of America. That is one of the biggest issues we are having right now that we have these passport bros this this viral phenomenon and i'm not gonna lie if i ever end up in colombia i am probably gonna knock up some girl there but don't let any any of my chicks know that why wouldn't i right just send her like 500 bucks western union a month or even 200 because it's a shit dirt poor country and then they're gonna be living like kings it's a good idea just think about it. So, why should you make your woman jealous? Why should you talk to girls, even if you are taken? Even if you want to be completely devoted? Because there's, it's, it's not quite a double-edged sword as you would believe. If a man gets jealous, he gets resentful. He gets angry. Look look at men and women. Men are the dominators in terms of physical abuse. Look at any domestic violence situation. The man is more prone to be violent and beat his woman. I don't believe in that. I've had my fair share of that in households that I've grew up in and whatnot. I don't think you should ever lay your hands on a woman unless it's in the bedroom and it's consent, caution, and care. I'm going to preach that to the day I die. However, on the flip side, women are the masters of emotional abuse. Think about it. If you see one of those toxic relationships where the man is theoretically, you know, DV situations like domestic violence, you know, beating his woman, well... If that woman is a good woman, and some women are, think, think about it, some women are, but they are, they're, they're masters at emotional abuse because they can get them inside a man's head. Women just have that innate ability to be able to get inside a man's head that he wants to lash it out in anger. That's why for me, I am not a yeller. I don't like yelling. Uh, I, I think when you act out in anger, and anger is not an emotion. It's a, it's a response. It's a reaction, actually. It's an emotional reaction, but it's not an emotion. It's that fight or flight response when your adrenal glands pump up. With that being said, 
it's important for you as a man to not don't ever hit a point where you lose your shit in front of your woman because at that point she will lose a bit of respect for you because now she knows what buttons to push and if she's the type of woman that's going to do it again and again and again and cause you to do something that's fucked up from your point of no return well you fucked up what is the worst thing that your woman can say well if it's not true just bear with, with bear with me she says you're fat if you're overweight that's true she says you're not making enough money well unless you're a blue-collar worker and you're working 70 80 110, 200,000 years, like an oil field, something like that. Yeah, you're going to work to provide for your family. And that is true respect there. If, obviously, if you're some Joe Schmo who lives with his parents in the basement or the garage and plays video games all day and eats and doesn't train, doesn't have a martial arts be behind him. And I'm not talking about karate or taekwondo. I'm talking about like jiu-jitsu, judo, sambo, MMA, something like that, Muay Thai, kickboxing. Yes. And you have a job that's not some fast food restaurant unless you're going to do something such as becoming a manager to Whataburger or becoming an operating partner for Chick-fil-A. That's different because you still have you have the option to move on. But moving on from there, if you're not doing any of those things and you're just some Joe Schmo that smokes weed and beats off to porn and you have nothing else going for your life, yeah, you, sh you should feel like a piece of shit because if i'm a man and i tell you this shit well there's only two two things that you're gonna you're either gonna back down and realize i'm right or we're gonna duke it out that's the difference between women women won't if they say to this woman oh well it's okay we'll help you get back in well yeah that's what they're designed and, and their innate ability is to do to comfort however men have it differently men men have to work Nothing is easy with the man. Nothing. You have to be able to take care of yourself, look good in clothes, try to impress some boss that you don't even like. You have to apply for a whole bunch of jobs and then do some bullshit work and see how far you can get in life when some people are are living the lavish life, but there's there's hard work that you have to put up up front. It also goes into the fact that when you get with a woman and you get complacent, you get content, and you're not pushing your partner to be better. And I say this, going back to the women, five to eight. If she puts on a little bit of makeup and she's kind, she's sweet, she's comforting, she gives me peace, not problems, a little bit of mascara, a little bit of blush, yeah, it's going to turn her into a seven. She doesn't have to be absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Unless that's the type of woman you want to go for. I could I could never be with an influencer. And people say that I'm an influencer. I wouldn't say that. I just say that I train. I had a very rough 21 to about 25 year struggle i spent my early 20s doing dumb shit stupid shit that i look back and i'm like i'm telling you guys don't be doing that shit and i know there are people who are in their 40s right now doing the shit that i did when i was 21 i don't have the energy for that anymore i spent a lot of years alone working on myself and i've dated some women there i didn't date a woman for like i think it was like two years so was it 20 
2021 to about 2023. Yeah, so about two years. I didn't date. It's February February 2021 to, uh, yeah, let's say March March 2023. I didn't. I I spent a lot of time alone, reevaluating myself, working on myself. Lost the job, got another job, better paying job to do half the work. I'm an internal consultant right now, so I run my own department. I don't have anybody other than me, other than the direct boss, the CFO, and that's it. I make my own hours. I love it. I have so much freedom. I could go to Nashville, Tennessee, or Florida and just take my laptop and then work and then be on the beach or whatever the fuck it is. I absolutely love it. But now, because the reason why I'm starting this podcast is because I'm trying to get to the next level where I'm my own boss. Of course, I'm my own boss as an internal consultant, but in terms of I'm creating another business. And all this podcast is to help you give back to the guys who think that, oh, it you you can't, can't do it. You can do it. It's not hard. It sucks. But... That's what women love. She loves a man with ambition. And you got to keep pushing. You got to keep going. You got to keep moving forward. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Now, there's something that had occurred where my girlfriend saw that I had a dating app on my phone. It wasn't Tinder. It wasn't Bumble. It's Hinge and Facebook Dating. Well, Hinge. Because um, Facebook dating is already included, but Tinch, right? Though I and duh, where do you think I met her? And bear in mind, I had no luck on Timber. I had no luck on Bumble. Women are horrible at mate selection. They pick the guys that they cannot have, and the guys that they want, they either want nine, ten out of tens because they have a shitload of money, or they're fucking cowards and weasels and snakes. And because they live two, three hours in the gym and. They have some fucking O'Reilly's job, which is being a customer service representative, but they look good and they can talk to women confident versus the guy who's an engineer or an architect that is stuck behind a desk gaining weight because he doesn't work out, but he makes 90 grand a year. Yeah, of course, there there is those issues, but hands and Facebook dating. I preach that I will always preach that I am working on a new book on how to maximize hand and Facebook dating I did talk about it in one of my podcast episodes a while back but she found that and then she starts crying and at that time I'm like well I don't use it right I got all the social proof I needed on how to get women I have probably about 30 screenshots in my phone on how to make it as simple as possible. A one, two, three step on Facebook dating and hinge. And with that being said, it's the compliment and then make it, making it very sweet, very short that, okay, we matched. We don't know each other, but we liked each other. I gave you a compliment, a backhanded compliment. And then all you have to do is facilitate, Hey, are you free Friday or Saturday? She says one of those dates, meet me at this place at this time wearing this type of, excuse me, wearing this type of outfit. Super simple. What my girlfriend, current main chick, does not know on how many rejections I've had, on how many times I've been stood up, on how many times I've been with a woman 
that I kind of cut feelings for, we smashed. And I'm like, oh, she's she seems like a very intriguing woman that I want to, you know, spend more time with. And then they just ghost me or they say they don't want this type of relationship. A woman that I thought, oh, she'd be pretty consistent. And then she ends up being a 304, a hoe. She doesn't know that. She doesn't like it when I talk about other women. Of course, what woman would? But she's also has to realize that I, I, I put this back on her. My girl, uh, main chick currently just rejected me twice. She didn't, she, she goes to me on the first date. She didn't give me anything for a week. And I'm like, so let's see if I circle around because of course I have to plan multiple dates ahead. And if one doesn't show up, then I'll just go to the next one. There's a step-by-step system for this and you'll get it. And then she pushed back for the date that I had reignited. She pushed it back an hour and I'm like, oh, this fucking broad is going to, she's going to cancel the date. Again, she's not going to show up. She's going to have something. She had a legitimate reason the first time. Second reason, she was pretty postponing. I don't know how many guys that she's been with. I don't know if the guy before her was a serious relationship or she had been stood up or maybe this guy she talked to for one, two, three weeks, never made the move on, hey, let's meet up for drinks or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. And it's none of my concern. I have to respect that I have to be a man that multiple women are. I also have to respect that until you get to a certain point where they're only response, their only desired response is going to be yes, and they're going to show up and they're not going to disappoint you. That takes a lot of money to acquire and a higher social status in essence. And it'd be really helpful if you are good physically. But even with all that being said and done, I, I put that on her because in theory, and I, I talked to this about my friends, I talked to my friends, you know, uh, when they wanted to propose and shit like that, what did they do? They All my friends had pretty much been broken up and then got back together, right? So the breakups are going to happen, right? Legit breakups that they don't even talk to each other. And then they get back together happily ever after. My thing is, is that if I were to propose to any woman, whether it's the woman that I'm with or another woman that I find, if she says that she's done with my bullshit, if she says that she hears this podcast, she says, I can't be with a man that talks... X, Y, Z, perfectly fine. But when you propose to a woman, her only answer is yes. All women that want a family or at least to be engaged or have the ring or have the rock, all women want that unless they are the very few women who want to be boss babes. They don't want children. I'll tell you what. I've had even this past weekend on Sunday, I had conversations with women And they were like, I don't want kids. I said, that's perfectly fine. I wouldn't be in a long-term relationship with you. But you'd be really good for, you know, getting in, getting out, getting off. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't want a family. Um, But if the sex is great, the sex is great, right? Main uh, Main chick leaves me, side chick smash. Moving on from there. It's important to be sure that you as a man can attract other women because you have to realize that when a woman is jealous, she's going to realize at that point, the guy that she's with, whether she hates it, whether she loves it, whether she's turned on by it, whether it drives her cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, 
she will realize at that point that she's with an attractive man, a man that other women desire, what other women want. And at that point, she's going to be like, well, I could leave this attractive man. None of my friends are ugly, you know, and even if they were, the little things about taking care of their bodies, you could be a five and become an eight. If you make money, go to the gym, have good hygiene, treat women right, be a gentleman, you could easily be an eight. But with that being said, it's important to realize if she's not jealous, and I'm, I have a reaction video that I have to show you. If she's not jealous, there is a fundamental problem. And if she is not jealous, you probably should leave her. Because I guarantee you, there's someone else. Has to be. A woman has to be jealous. Women are always going to be jealous. A man shouldn't be jealous because it's her job to police the shit. It's her job to say no. And I'll tell you, I'm going to give you an important reaction video on this, on what any girl, this one, the next one, that one, all of them. If my, if I were to see my girl do this at any given time, I'm absolutely done with her. I will tell her we are done. I wish you the best of luck. Take care. That's it. And I am absolute certain. I am absolute about that. It's absolute shit. Not resolution. It's an absolution. I wish you the best. Take care. That's it. Because my woman, if she is a taken woman, main chicks, side chicks. I mean, if there's main chicks, side chicks, and then there's hoes. The side chicks who knows that they have a main chick, she'll know like, oh, fuck, I really want to be the woman that gets taken care of, but I have to be the side chick. And then you have hoes that are just the one night stands that are pain in the asses to deal with. <sighs> Let's go ahead and get into it because this type of stuff, oh, riled me up. How long would you want a guy to last with you? Um, I would say a good, like, solid, like, 10, 15 minutes of foreplay, kissing, touching, da, da, da. And then, like, 20, 20, 20 30 minutes, sex, that's a, that's a good 45. See, I'm, I'm all about speed. Okay, do you like rounds? About three rounds. Okay, that's different then. Then it needs to be fast, probably. You're probably like, okay, bop, 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 take a breath, and then the next time. <sighs> Obviously, if I see a woman like that, don't get me wrong. Some women have to make a living, and they want to be a bartender that gets hit on every day, and they want to be a bottle service girl, or whatever the fuck it is that they want to do. They're choosing, I, I and don't get me wrong. If I see a woman like that at the club, I would Probably not marry her. Have some fun with her, yes. But a woman who's so open about telling a random stranger what she likes for sex, that is not a woman that I would marry. And don't get me wrong, Israel Padilla. I've met the guy a couple of times. He's some big YouTuber. Uh, he lives, I think, in Ennis, uh, but he goes to the Fort Worth what is it, 7th Street and then Austin 6th Street and all this type of stuff. So I'm not saying that what this guy is doing is bad, but it is a good way to meet women if I'm publicly asking certain invasive questions. It's a good thing. I would do it, 
And any woman who tells me their personal stories, I mean, you have women telling them about who they cheated on with, how they cheated on this, where they like it, up the butt, or someone peeing on them, or, you know, take it in the back door. I, I hear that. I wouldn't marry that type of woman. I wouldn't even be seen dead giving this type of woman a ring. Don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite humans are sluts. I would never marry a slut. My, I probably believe my current main chick thinks I'm a man whore. And she should realize that I'm probably a, a semi-retired prostitute. Ah, you like that there. But if I ever to see if some, if any one of my friends, if I see this fire on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, if I were to see my girlfriend answering this question, I would leave her in a heartbeat. Absolutely the fuck not. It is none of anybody's business her to explain what she likes intimately or sexually absolutely the fuck not however reverse roles it is a double standard if i was a guy doing the same exact reaction or the same exact interview questions on the street that's social proof i think the guy has like 500 something thousand subscribers that's social proof there is a reason you can monetize that but for her as just a guess random stranger giving a question that's invasive absolutely the fuck not i could do that absolutely and she'd probably be very jealous the fact that i am asking attractive women on whatever street whatever club district that i want to go to these certain questions well then you also realize that those type of women they want their 15 minutes of fame every sloot wants their 15 minutes of fame quote me correct me if i'm wrong but that's just the way sleuths are right the cool thing i like about my main chick is that she doesn't have a big instagram i've seen her instagram she probably if i'm mistaken maybe 60 posts maybe 30 posts i rarely see like any kind of story she just has it as a courtesy or whatever the fuck it is i love that that makes my life so much easier and it also shows the fact that if I were to ever bring this woman home to, to meet my mother, which is sacred, by the way, she knows that's a respectable woman. And I only want to be with a woman who is not only respecting to me, but respectful to herself, that values her chastity and vanity. Now, here's another thing. I love this guy, Justin Waller. He's friends with... Tristan, Andrew Tate, and I believe Sterling Cooper. And I saw this go viral. And I believe that, in my opinion, if I'm the man, if I'm the provider, if I'm the one who's giving you virtually anything that you want, and you don't have to work unless you want to work, and that is what I'm trying to do with the podcast and the books, right? Everything that I do is meticulous. It's, it's slowly building the social proof to get to the social status and then to the financial stability. If I wanted to be a guy who had multiple families, but I'm paying for everything and everything's on me, then you would have to find a woman that can respect that, right? So let's go ahead and get into this video.
Justin, do you ever see yourself getting married? No, not on paper. How do you think you're going to get to the place of that marriage you want, that family and that lifelong love that you just I didn't about? say I didn't have family. I yes. might have multiple family. Do you think that's a good thing to have multiple families? I think it's good if there's one dad and there's not a bunch of step-parents involved and, and the dad can be the hero. But you don't think that it will be ultimately an opportunity for jealousy or disharmony amongst Women are always going to be jealous. I'm not jealous in my marriage. I don't care about your marriage. I'm talking about mine. Mm-hmm. Well, my life is going to be, so I don't answer to you. I think kids want to know their parents love each other and are committed till death do they part to each other. Yep, didn't say any of that wasn't true. You're the one saying that's not true. Okay, but do you think it would be a little bit um, confusing for one of your kids if they found out, let's say, theoretically? No, because if they trust me enough to come to me, I'll just tell them the truth. What are we talking about? I'm not hiding from anything. I just told you. I I understand that. It seems like you're challenging it because you have a problem with it. I simply don't care. So it'd be one thing if you're a weasel or a snake and you don't tell any woman that you desire to be with that, hey, I'm being honest. I am not wired the way to be monogamous. And your only option is to be monogamous. And he's right. If, let's just say here, he's not married on paper. So let's say he has a fiance. And they're doing whatever they want in in whatever house or whatever. And... He pays for everything. She doesn't have to work unless she chooses to work. But everything's taken care of. And he's traveling, doing whatever he's doing as an influencer. I wouldn't say influencer. He is a person who is in the blue-collar industry. He hangs steel buildings, which is respectable, by the way. She knew what she was getting into when she chose, I'm going to have your child. So... That is something that if you want to be a man that has multiple women or you have the option to have multiple women, you just have to let them know up front. Say, I'm not wired to be monogamous. Okay. You can't change a man's perceptual, the way his perspective, you can't change a man's perception if that is what he truly believes in. And it's a very interesting video that I saw too at the, on the whatever podcast with Isla Rose. And she says, I'm not jealous in my marriage. And he said, I don't care about your marriage. Which is true. I find this funny, this traditional conservative, I think she's some Christian Catholic woman. I, I don't know. She's not jealous in her marriage. That is absolute fucking bullshit. I don't know what her husband looks like. But I could tell you, she seems like the type of woman who is the goody goody two shoes that you go to church and she's criticizing you because you don't follow said bible i could tell you right now i was raised roman catholic i believe in god for the longest time i used to be agnostic but when a certain current events happen into my life and you hit a point where you ask like oh god please don't let me die your whole perspective changes and so i've always found people who don't believe in God or a higher power. I've always found that very interesting. You could be Nordic and believe in Odin and or you could be Egyptian ancient Egyptian and believe in Ra or you could be uh Buddhist or Taoism or Hinduism and believe in multiple gods and reincarnation all that shit. But there I believe people should have a faith in my opinion. Uh, but for people who have my friends who have whatever various faiths they are, I just have to respect their faith. I don't have to understand it, but I just have to respect that that's their faith, right? 
So I may be raised Roman Catholic, and I, so I would say that I'm a Christian. But somebody who's Methodist or Baptism has different views, and I say, okay, that's cool. As long as we're good personally, interper uh, interpersonally, awesome, perfectly fine. Don't try to convert me because that's not what I believe in. I respect your religion, perfectly fine. I would like politics. Some people are libertarian, Green Party, uh, liberals, conservative. That's perfectly fine. Do whatever the hell it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you preach politically. Don't try to convert me because that's not what I believe in. So with all that being said and done, wrapping up this episode, I find it's complete bullshit that this woman says I am not jealous in my marriage. I believe as a man, you should be able to get your woman jealous. If you can't get her jealous or at least be a man that other women desires, there will be something fundamentally wrong where she's going to have to think, did I get a good, attractive man? You could be a good man and ugly as fuck and not take care of yourself. You don't have good hygiene or grooming and take care of everything the same way. But is that respectable? You're some fat slob who has his nine to five and you have your girlfriend who you or girlfriend wife or fiance and she comes home and you know you have that certainty well what if when she stops respecting you i make it very clear with with any girl that i'm with is that i have to train there is no if ands or buts if i have training seven to nine o'clock at night i have training seven to nine o'clock at night i don't even have my phone on me i leave it in my truck or i leave it in my bag on silent there's nothing going on if there's an emergency it'll happen after nine o'clock so when she can respect that you care about your physical health, then she'll have to go back like, you know what? I should take care of my physical health. There is nothing more unattractive than a woman that does not take her care of herself physically and is very is rude, obnoxiously rude to people. That is the biggest turnoff. Because if she's rude to other people, what is she going to do to you in your relationship? So anyway, guys, hope you very enjoyed this podcast episode. Let me know what you think about the reaction videos. If you want me to do more reaction videos, let me know what you think about the setup with the headphones and the microphone, if it's better than my first podcast episodes, or if you want me to go back with the microphone. So anyway, guys, until next time, guys, stay tuned. Take care.